This week on We Need to Talk, Valentine's Day, our favorite couples, your place or mine on Netflix, and would you pay to see 80 for Brady? Good morning. Good morning. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. And I know these as the words are coming out of my mouth, I'm already annoyed because when everyone's <laughs> listening to this, hopefully the Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl champions. But you know how this goes. You know no. how this goes. No, 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 no. It, I'm you know only putting out positive energy for the Chiefs. I can't fun. have the Eagles win. I can't. I cannot have the Eagles win, but I'm telling you, people will be laughing at us tomorrow. But I am holding up my rose because not only is it Super Bowl 57 week, but it's also Valentine's Day week. So I thought maybe a little rose was fitting for Valentine's Day, even though I hate Valentine's I Day. I know you hate Cheers. Valentine's Day, but I have to ask, are you doing anything special for Valentine's Day? No, because Valentine's <laughs> Day is a Tuesday. And you know what Tuesdays are? They are Taco Tuesdays. So <laughs> Taco Tuesday definitely outranks Valentine's Day. <laughs> a thousand percent. And you know how else you know I respect that, I, that. And I love a good taco. You know how else you know that I hate Valentine's Day? This is the only holiday where I do not have a special themes class. Intentionally. Intentionally, don't buy me one because I don't want one. What about an I hate Valentine's Day class? I should get those. <laughs> I hate Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, listen, even though the Super Bowl's over when you're listening and you're probably stuffed, oh, what's your favorite Super Bowl snack? What are you looking forward to the most today? Sushi. Sushi has a Super Bowl snack. <laughs> Me, I love sushi. Do you put it in the shape of a football? I don't know. I ordered the platter. It's being picked <laughs> up. I don't know if they're going to put it in the shape of a football. Oh, my God. I don't like all those foods that are bad for me. You are bugging. You don't like nachos and chicken wings. I don't like all the shit that I have to pick up with my hands and then it falls all over. It's one day a year. I don't really do that. I'm going to a party. I'm sure that's what they're going to have. It's not like sushi's like so comfortable eating. Why? You ever hear those things that you should not go out for sushi on a date? Why? Because people are not very good with chopsticks and things fall. Sushi's not like that. I'm great with chopsticks. <laughs> I have to say, I don't have a lot of amazing skills, but my chopstick skills are fantastic. I am an expert. Oh, okay. All right. I'll be okay. eating that. Well, you're. Okay, so you're going to a party and you're bringing a sushi platter. Yes, I am. Oh my <laughs> okay, great. Well, sounds really stupid when you say it. Exactly, me, exactly. People love a sushi platter. So I watched some of the commercials. Me too. I love that we can watch them in Early. advance because so many times when you're at a party, you miss the commercials. Right. I always miss the commercials and then I got to watch them the next day. Right. Some of them are cute. I mean, I, I like know. the T-Mobile one with John Travolta was my favorite of the ones that I've watched. But I, I'm really obsessed with Gronk kicking a field goal. Gronk and Steve Martin. So Steve I don't Martin know was what, good. what our listeners think was the best commercial. But those were some definitely of the highlights. I'm excited about the all women Air Force. Yeah, flying over. Oh, so cool. And I'm pumped about Rihanna. Hopefully she put on a good show. Everyone I honestly don't care about Rihanna at all. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. And we have Erin Andrews. Yeah, that's buddy. I do care about her. And I was wrong. I would have bet the house, but I was wrong. 
that Brady is not making an appearance during the Super Bowl. He says that he's not doing anything for Fox until 2024. Dude, Dude, he's on a fucking gap year. What are we in college? (laughs) Is he backpacking through Europe? I've never heard this year. The most ridiculous things I've heard. Brady is on a gap year and Aaron Rodgers is on a darkness retreat. What the fuck is everybody doing? Well, now that Tom's a big movie star, (laughs) he can take some time to go on auditions, get more roles and be in more movies because I I mean, don't get mad, but I went to see 80 for Brady. (laughs) You actually paid. I did in a movie theater. I went to a movie theater and saw it. To see 80 for Brady. Correct. By yourself. No, I went with my friend Kate. Spur of the moment idea. I would hope that that's not your plan (laughs) for the day. How was it? I loved it. (laughs) I did. Not only did I love it. You are such a loser. I mean, I'm going to watch it, of course, when it comes out on one of the streaming services. But I am not going to a movie theater to pay for 80 for Brady. I loved it. And I got to say, I loved Tom in it, which makes me gag that I even say that. But he was good in it with the girls. I think you said last week, how do we know he's going to be good in the broadcast booth? And I said, he's good when he's on Stern. He's going to be good. He's going to be good. But he's on a gap year backpacking through Europe like the rest (laughs) of the college kid. No, he said he has to get some training is what he pretty much said. Oh, yeah, whatever. What is Rogers doing? Is it on a darkness retreat? I was Googling what it meant to be on a darkness retreat. Wait, so I didn't even know this. Aaron Rodgers is going on a darkness retreat right after the Super Bowl. He is going on a why does he have, Why does he have to wait till after the Super Bowl? I don't know. I guess he doesn't <laughs> want to be dark for the Super Bowl. There's no light. There's no phone. How long? I think he said four days of darkness retreat. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No light. Yeah, you're in the dark. Where does yeah. he go? Norway? I don't know where we. I don't know where he goes. What's the country that's dark all the time? Norway? He's probably on a cliff somewhere. Who knows what these people do? He's a freakazoid, but I want him to be a New York Jet. <laughs> I do not want him. Oh, I want him. Get out of your darkness, Aaron. And let's go. No, I don't want him. Oh, you're bugging. You're bugging. I don't want him. I don't want him and his weird stuff. Good week to be a Jets fan. Right. Sauce and Wilson. My coach, coach of the year. Very exciting week. Very exciting week. Rangers made a huge trade. Oh, pumped up, pumped up, pumped up about it all. But you know what I'm not pumped up about? The Eagles. (laughs) I know, I hate them. Hate them. All right, let me have a sip of my rosé. Calm down. So we (laughs) had the Grammys after we did our show, right? Yeah. Did you watch the show? I know you wouldn't watch it. I watched uh, Harry. You watched him live or you watched him after? No, I watched him after. Okay. So you heard what happened, though. And Chris Stapleton. Who oh, so good. is singing the national anthem for yes. the Super Bowl? So I said that, and I'm obsessed with the J Lo and the memes and then Ben's <laughs> memes. I'm obsessed and then they've with had that. all week lip readers. They had the seat filler going crazy about what was going on with the two of them. Well, the seat filler I thought was so cool. Yeah, she was great. She was like, they're fine. Yeah, their hands, leave they're them holding alone. hands. There's no fighting. And I loved when she said that Jen was like showing Ben the phone, like, you're a meme already. Like, can <laughs> yeah. you stop? And he was laughing. I think that's amazing. Yeah, enough. People are just ridiculous. It's so yeah. crazy. It was amazing. No, but what happened with Harry? What are you talking? Congratulations it- to Harry and congratulations to the queen, Beyonce. 
I'm not a Beyonce person. She um, is the queen, though. Not to me. She's not my queen. She's got more Grammys than anyone. I just don't get the Beyonce thing. She doesn't do she's it for me. She's, she's the queen. So he performed with a whole bunch of dancers on this turntable. Did you watch it? Yes. Now, you and I saw Harry. And we yes. know what an amazing performer he is, even though I left the show early. But something was off when I was watching the performance. He was a little off. He didn't have the right energy. There was just something wrong. And a lot of people that had never seen him perform before were saying online, I thought he's one of the best entertainers out there. What's going on? And apparently what happened was he was performing on a turntable and they had been practicing the routine for a week. And when they went to perform it live on the show, the turntable was going in the opposite direction. So everybody was freaking out because the way that they had been practicing went out the window. So they all had to sort of readjust on the fly. And you think, oh, but same routine. But the turntable was moving the entire time the wrong way. Wow. No, I didn't know that. You know, I didn't think it was the best performance, but right. I didn't know any of that stuff. That's yeah. crazy. Mm -hmm. Poor Harry. And they're yeah. giving him shit. Now everybody knows that, that this is what happened. So it's not as big of a deal that the performance was off because there was a reason. But I knew something wasn't right. Look at me. See, I know my shit. I'm not watching that shit. But I do love Harry, so I did watch it. I after. thought it was a good show, but I felt like it lagged in the middle. I hate to be mean, but the Madonna stuff that went down, she deserved it. She really did look odd. Well, there's been so many pictures and articles about her face over the past she, year. When she first came out, I honestly wasn't. 100% sure it was her. And I was actually, because I was in this like, you know, Super Bowl phase uh, <laughs> last few days and reminiscing about the Giants winning. And so when the, when I went to the Super Bowl, I guess that's 11 years ago now, the halftime show was Madonna. So I was looking up the halftime show and she looks nothing. Nothing like herself. Like she did, right. you know, a decade ago. Nothing. Wait, were you at the Super Bowl when I was at the Super Bowl? I won in Indianapolis. No, I went to the one where they beat the Patriots after the undefeated season. That was before, season. before. Oh, before. okay. Yeah, okay. Glendale, Arizona. Yes, that's where I was. Yeah. And I swore yeah. after that I would never go to a Super Bowl again. Although well, Super Bowls now, it's like an entire weekend extravaganza with so concerts fun. and all these events going on. Like, maybe now I would go. But oh, back so then, fun. no, my panic attacks were really bad back then. <laughs> Let's dive into some TV okay. and the ladies from New Jersey. <laughs> oh, I can't help but laugh. They're back. The Real Housewives of New Jersey are back. And so now we start this season before Teresa gets married. Correct. So we are watching. They are filming it actually leading up to the wedding. And it appears that the wedding is quite soon as it relates to the filming of the show. I sure hope so, because if we end the season with the wedding, I'm going to we be may end. We may end with. The Ugh, wedding. Yeah, not happy about that. But we have a few new girls and I don't know what to say. You have some Staten Island the, representation there, my friend. The Staten Island one that Danielle. OK, fine. And then. That Rachel girl, she's 31 years old. I don't get it. And she's with these people. I couldn't keep track of who was whose friend, who was related to who. There's so many now. Yeah, Jackie's still in it. And Jennifer. Jackie's in as a friend role. Yeah. She got demoted. All weird to me. What did you think of Dolores's new man, Paul? What a do to do. I, I like Frank <laughs> so much better. What a do to do. <laughs> 
I like Frank so much better. Me too. And, and you know, this is the problem. I was thinking about this. This is the reason why Frank got along with the other guy, the, the ex. David. He lived David. with David. I know because David is not like Frank and this dude to do. And so Frank could still be his alpha male and with David. But with this guy, he wants no part of Frank. Well, the thing is, if I'm Frank and I'm looking at Paul, I'm thinking to myself, why on earth does she want to be with him and not me? Well, I mean, he never said he wants her back. He has a girlfriend. His girlfriend was on the show. Cue the button after the show premiered. Andy was on right after. And she was on. Yes, I watched that. The boyfriend's still around. He's in the audience. Yeah, but he is weird looking, man. But she's happy. So whatever. They're back. I think it's going to be a crazy season. I want them to do the Real Housewives of New Jersey, but all the kids instead. Because I love Frankie Jr. Oh, my God. He's so cute. I love Gabby with all the dogs, dogs and sweaters, dogs all over the house, (laughs) cats, chinchillas, all these animals. I think Gia's going to law school or whatever. She's getting a legal job, whatever the hell she's doing. I think we should just do the kids now. She's trying to get her her father off of his immigration. (laughs) That's how she's going to do it. Jennifer Aiden's got to go. Oh, God, I can't stand it. But I did enjoy the 80s roller rink. Like, we love a good 80s roller rink. 80s roller rink, I'm all in. The thing that's annoying to me is that I feel like we have exhausted the topic of the wedding and the brother not going to the wedding. And so we've already done that. Right. So now we're living it again is kind of annoying. Yeah. All right. Let's stick on our reality. We got one more week of the challenge. This week's episode. I just don't even understand how they're doing these things. They're running for 50 miles. My brother Paul said that TJ says it all the time that this is the worst final or or the hardest final. He said he seemed way harder and that they're sleeping too much. Really? Meanwhile, they're vomiting. The amount of vomit. That <laughs> amount of they vomit. have to show vomit in oh. close up all the time. Why? That look in Nani's eyes and she was shoving in that <laughs> spaghetti. It was so disgusting. And I also saw that. Remember, we were talking about the goggle thing from last week. Yeah. So Jordan commented on social media that the show has provided goggles in the past, but they were cheap goggles, which are worse because right. they can get hurt with those. So I don't know. We'll have these fancy, you know, have, next like, time they're up right, of next the line goggles. Best best goggles out there will be yeah. a partnership or sponsorship or something. So we have one more week, right? We'll know who the winner this will is be it. next week. I'm I so just, excited. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. I, I don't know it. how they do it. I just don't know. Who are you rooting for? I'm still Devin and Tori all You're the still way. Devin and Tori. I would be very happy for Devin and Tori, but I also... I know you want Nani. Happy for Nani. Yeah, kind of happy. All right, so we'll see what happens. The challenge, the last week, I'm going to be sad. I'm going to go into like challenge withdrawal when it's over. Do they have a reunion? They have a reunion. Oh, okay. So I'll get to watch a reunion show. Yeah, we watched a reunion last time. Did we? Yeah. Well, I don't recall. Yeah. I I mean, I hope so, because I would love to know some things. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to know some interesting tidbits about what really goes on goggle gate this wasn't a reunion but it was a year later in love is blind this is what i love about love is blind is that the show is amazing then they give you a reunion then they give you three episodes a year later really satisfies me yeah it's very satisfying to know who's still together who's not And I still don't think that Colleen and Matt are going to stay together. No way. She's a nitpicky, nasty bitch to him. He tries so hard. They still don't live together. Yeah, they've got to go. 
they've got to break up. I forgot that SK and Raven, I forgot that he cheated on her, which, you know, you think who cheats on her? He's going to do better than that. I mean, come on. I was very sad about that situation because I remember in the reunion, we were excited that they kind of rekindled their relationship. And I was excited for the episodes that dropped. But in the end, they are not together. Okay, this is what I want to know. Whose job is it to go to every location that all of them are going to be at? And put the glasses. And supply the gold goblets everywhere. Exactly. Whose job is that? I want that job. I know. There's no stress to that job. I got to get the gold goblets there. (laughs) I got to get the gold goblets there. Oh, there's no gold goblets. Got to get them there. I mean, I could do that for nothing. And we said this while we were watching the show. I thought it again the whole time. We need to be friends with Alexa. Love, love her. Oh, my God. They're the best couple ever. I love the melding of the families together. I love love it, too. Brennan's mom. I love that she's just so open and wide eyed. She reminds me of Bambi and she just sits there. And I just love the whole melding of the families. They couldn't be any different. The hot stepmother is amazing. Did I know about her before? Yes, she was on the show. The hot stepmother, they're like the same age. They are the same age. It's just so good. That couple is amazing. They love each other. It's a year later. They're talking kids. They're funny. She's great. She's hilarious. I love her. We're going to have our first love is blind baby. Oh, I definitely think so. I cannot wait. Oh, no, no. I think somebody already had a baby. Who? Love is blind baby? Yeah. Yes. Now? I think so. Who? Oh, crap. I don't remember. All right. Did you see there was a commercial during... One of the Love is Blind shows, Nick Lachey is going to be hosting a new yeah. show. I'm not fucking watching it, Nick. Perfect match. terrible. We don't know how involved and integrated he'll be into the show. You see, they have people from Love is Blind going to be on yeah. Perfect Match. That's how they rope you in. Yeah, that's how they're going to get me. Oh, but I hate Nick Lachey. He's I such know. a bad host. I know, but I'll watch it. <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> of course you will. All right, so Love is Blind. One year later, three episodes out on Netflix. Can't wait for that show to come back. Best show. Speaking of best shows, we said this last week. We were right. It is going to be one of the best shows of the year. And that is Shrinking. This week's episode was Laugh Out Loud. Laugh Out Loud. I'm sitting on my couch at 5 a.m. watching Shrinking and laughing out loud. Jason Segel is doing an amazing job in this show, but... Harrison Ford's killing it. Killing it. Everybody no. in the show is so good. It really is ridiculous. It's I really love it. Ridiculous. It's such a good show. You have to watch it, everybody. I think that was episode four that we just watched. Uh, I think so, yes. You, have you know to what watch- I'm dying for? Wherever I go to live next, or if I stay here, which I doubt, but if I did, I need one of those kitchen banquettes with all those pillows like they have. Yes, it's very nice. I love that. Yeah, very nice. Don't they look so cozy when they're they, hanging out on that they, banquette with the table they, and all those pillows? And she's got a blanket. I want that. Such a good show. It's Do you know anybody show. that has a kitchen banquette? Yes. Is it cozy and, and yummy like theirs? I haven't spent long periods of time there, but I like I love the concept. It's nice to sit by a window and have yeah. a cup of coffee, the pillow behind you. Yeah, all night. I love that. It's great. Their show house is, is cool. Their house is very cool. Show is great. Shrinking on Apple Plus. 
I also watched the last episode of Dear Edward. The issue is that they bring in these envelopes. We're supposed to know what's going on with the envelopes. And all the, <laughs> the whole show is based off these letters being written. And now we're on episode five. And what's going on with the letters? I know. That's what the whole book is based on. We're I mean, halfway listen, done and we haven't dived into the letters. I'm enjoying the show. The show's enjoyable. But yeah, there was five minute mention in the beginning of this and episode about the letters. And that's all we got. Yeah, but it's good show. Good. It's show. good. I don't know that I would say it's must see TV. Did, would you say that? Did we weigh in on stream it? The acting is good. And, uh, you know, uh, you know how I love Connie and I love it. Connie, I and do Taylor. like the show. I just don't know that I would say stream it. It's no shrinking. It's definitely not shrinking. Also not trying to be shrinking. I think I may have said stream it, but you know what? I'm going to wait until it's yeah. over to give my final stream it or skip it. Agree. I don't think I would ever say skip it just because I love her so much, but I don't know if I'd say stream it either at this point. Correct. I agree with that statement. I texted you about a show, Everything I Know About Love. Yeah, well, I've been sick all week and I binged that in two days. I absolutely loved it. I realized that the girl that plays Birdie is the girl from the morning show, Claire. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. It was driving me crazy because she looked so familiar and I love her. And I had to look it up and I said, oh, my gosh. Right. She's Claire from the morning show. So everything I know about love is on Peacock and it is based off of a, a memoir by Dolly Alderton. And it is the story of her life. She is not Birdie, the other one, best friend. Not she's so now. hot, by the way. She's so hot. Oh she's my gosh, smoking she's so hot. pretty. I just don't like the smoking cigarettes because the way she smokes her cigarettes is weird. I don't like it, but I think she's so pretty. But I so, love the show. I love it. Yeah, it's good. And so, so uh, Maggie. Did you finish it? Maggie, Maggie. Right. Her Did name you finish F- the show? Emma Appleton. No, I am on episode five. And I think there are seven. I do know how it ends. I did not read the book, but I know the story of the book. I actually know how it ends. And I'm wondering if she didn't write another book, but I'm wondering if they do a season two with how it works out in her life in general. Okay, because the way they leave it, they're absolutely yes. season two. But so, basically, did we tell people what the story is about? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so these four women who graduated from college together. They're in their 20s. Two of them were best friends since they're 11, Birdie and Mags. And then the other two they met at college. And so they all move into London together. And it's just pretty much how their lives unfold in London as they. In your early 20s. Yeah. And you're navigating jobs and boyfriends and friendships and all that. I thought it was one of the most real of these kinds of shows where everybody's sort of not sure what's going to happen with their lives. Everybody's uncomfortable with some of the decisions that they've made. Everybody's kind of growing apart, but growing in different ways. I don't know. It felt very real to me. A lot of it. It gave me a little bit. I loved the bold type. I know you didn't watch that show. I love that show. And Give me a little feel of that. But I agree. It felt real. They got it all together. And Birdie is the first one of them to have a real relationship and a serious boyfriend. Right. And now Maggie, the best friend, is struggling with her not being around. Right. So 
It's great. And and the fact that it actually was a true story or is a true story makes it even better as I'm watching it. It's fun to watch. These girls are fun to watch. The clothes are great. Everybody's great. It's great. So everything I know about love is an easy binge, seven episodes. I think they're somewhere between 35 and yeah. 45 minutes. Peacock's killing it lately. I swear. I'm, I'm said like that last week. Well, I'm also watching. Uh, I know you don't watch this either, but I watch Vanderpump rules yeah so good see, to see lisa the next time that we have a pandemic god forbid but you know how i did kardashians the last pandemic i'm gonna do vanderpump the next so one. good yeah now i never watched kind of like, it now it's not as good it used to be so juicy i think i took a year off actually or, or a season off i saw that it was on peacock i'm like okay because i love peacock right all right let's stick we're talking about couples and navigating relationships another thing that dropped this week is perfect for us because we are so cheesy and pathetic and <laughs> love a good rom-com and that is your place or mine on netflix yeah so that's ashton kutcher reese witherspoon they hooked up 20 years ago they've been friends ever since they weren't a couple they talk on the phone or facetime every day she's in la he's in new york in the most gorgeous apartment i've ever seen in my life can I tell you something that was annoying, though? You always have stupid things that annoy you in shows. <laughs> yes. So this annoyed me. So he's in Brooklyn and they filmed it in my hood, basically. And one of my pet peeves is when you're watching a movie or a TV show and they tell you it's Manhattan, but it's outside my door in Brooklyn. Right. So that annoys me. So anyway, she was in Brooklyn. They filmed it in Brooklyn. She's on walking on Montague Street. And great. But. She's walking for two seconds. And next thing I know, she's in Dumbo in the apartment. <laughs> and it's not that close, people. You can't get there in two seconds from Montague Street to Dumbo. And so that part annoys me. And it, they kept doing it. She kept walking on Montague Street. And then next thing I know, she was in Dumbo. Right, but people like me don't know that. Well, I knew it and it annoyed me. But yes, she was in a sick new building in Dumbo. And the views are ridiculous. The view is Reese Witherspoon's character has a like 12 year old son. And do you know who that boy is? No, but you're telling me all these people I don't know this week. Who's that is that boy is Jimmy Kimmel's nephew. Wow. It's his God. brother's son. So he's really close to him. Go Jimmy. He's actually been in other things. I looked him up. He's been in other stuff. He actually was on Jimmy's show and said, I have to fly out tomorrow. I got to go film. That's amazing. You know? So, yes, that's Jimmy Kimmel's nephew. So, guys, continue telling what it's about. I interrupted. With so my I I want to say that they're only together maybe three times in the movie. And the reason that the movie works for me, it's a Hallmark movie with a tremendous budget. And there's no holiday. There's no snow or any decorations. But but there's beautiful scenery. It's really good. But they don't have chemistry. <laughs> the two of them, when they're together, like when they were Sleeping together at the beginning, I just did not see their chemistry at all. When they were talking to each other on FaceTime and they had that super cute banter, great. But them together, I just didn't see them being together. That's why yeah. the movie works, because it's all FaceTime and separate stories going on well, in it their got, different cities. It's getting slammed. Don't get me wrong. I but love it. You know exactly what it's going to be. Valentine's Day week. It's on Netflix. It's a perfect thing. Your place or mine. 
So cute, Ashton. I mean, who doesn't like to see these people? They're Ashton so looked so good. She doesn't age. Perfect rom-com. I don't know if I'm voting them best couple. They can't be voted best couple. <laughs> they have no chemistry when they're together. Did you see that they were doing their premiere and he wouldn't put his arm around her and everybody online went crazy. And then they didn't look like they liked each other. And apparently Mila Kunis was texting Ashton during this whole thing saying, you guys need to look like you like each other. But they do not like each other. No, in they life? do. But Ashton said that he was so obsessed with any meme that could be created and any narrative that could be created that oh he was so in his God. head about it. He's, He's like, if he, I put my arm around her, they're going to say I'm cheating. If oh I don't my put my God. arm around her. The problem with say, social media and the memes. But he's you so gotta, crazy. People got to be like Ben and Jen. No one cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Let's stick with our couple. So we decided that we were going to choose our favorite couples for Valentine's Day week. Yes, we did. OK, so these are our favorite couples. So they could be in a movie or it could be in a TV show. Yeah, but just seemed fun to do, even though I hate Valentine's Day. <laughs> I'll start. I did five. I did three TV, two movies, three TV, two movies. Uh-huh. All right. I have a bunch, but I just so- didn't want to think. I wanted to just see what was in my head and put it on. paper. Yes. And as soon as I stopped because I was stuck, I said, that's it. OK, I'm not going to go crazy with it. I want to. Just vomit out what's in my brain and move on. And that's what I did. Yeah. Nothing to go crazy here. I mean, please relax. It's Valentine's. (laughs) I got a lot of pressure. (laughs) Um, This is in no order because I love them all. Okay. So I have Wesley and Buttercup from Princess Bride. Oh, I love Princess Bride. I know you do. my favorite movies. I never, ever would have thought of that. But okay. (laughs) Well, this is the first thing. Right. That's the thing. These are the first things that came to my mind. Yeah. That's how you have to do it. I also have Vivian and Edward. I do, too. That That was my number one. That's a perfect Valentine's Day movie. Yeah. And I then have Sally and Harry from Harry Met Sally. Oh, see, I almost put them and then I took it back. Those were my movie ones. What are your movie ones? I only have two. So I have Vivian and Edward, but then I have Hugh Grant and Julia Roberts Roberts. from Notting Hill. Love Notting Hill. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. All right. So now TV, I had so many that came to mind in TV. I was like jotting them down. I'm like, okay, relax. So many. But the newest one, the one that shocked me, but I was thinking of it is I love David and Patrick from Schitt's Creek. Oh, that's a good one. I love them so much. That's a good one. I you love know, you always too. think of I always think of the my old shows. I had Luke and Lorelai from Gilmore Girls or oh, David Maddie from Moonlighting. I love them. But then I was like, David and Patrick, I love that's them a good so much. one. I like that answer. That's yeah. good. And so then Luke and Lorelai, David, Maddie, Dylan and Kelly. I was a Dylan and Kelly fan. Yeah. From 90210. Okay. That's a good one. And Summer and Seth. Oh, from the OC. That's I a good one, that. too. I think I told you this before, but every once in a while when there's a dry spell of TV, which lately there really hasn't been, but I will just watch the last two episodes of the OC. <laughs> I, I used to do that with 90210. Oh, I would always watch like the last favorites. two episodes of 90210. It would just make me so happy. I feel like I could go back and rewatch that now. Oh, so good. So what are yours for TV? Jamie and Claire from Outlander, but you don't watch that, right? No. Ross and Rachel. That just popped out of my head. But my favorite couple of all time, forever, TV or movie or anything or life, my favorite couple is always going to be forever Coach 
and Tammy Taylor. Yeah, right. From but Friday Night Lights, the best I show know. ever. I know, yes, yes. And I agree. I love them too, but that's like saying you love Adam and Christine from Parenthood. They're the same type of thing. There's no, I don't know. What are you there's talking no, about? No spunk. It's all spunk. What's wrong with you? Maybe you need to go rewatch the show. Yeah, they have a very good relationship, but that's all you can say is this is a very good relationship. What was the assignment? The assignment is <laughs> who's my favorite couples, right? Well, my, it didn't. All right. There was no requirement. Mean, my favorite couple is. Coach I don't Taylor mean to put your wife. couple down. I don't yeah. mean to put your couple. Judging my couples. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Damn. Sorry. Rough <laughs> crowd here today. You cannot ever you? diss the Taylors ever. Blasphemy. No, I mean, we're watching her in Dear Edward. You know how much I love her. Yeah. Well, hello. All right. Okay. There's fine. a reason you fell in love with her. You fell in love with her for being Tammy Taylor. I'll tell you something I'm not going to be watching. I am not going to be watching that stupid physical show that you're watching. I watched it. I'm all. not going to be watching that. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It's in the what? top 10. Who cares? <laughs> I gave you a show that was in the top 10 the other day and you were like not watching it because it has uh. a stupid name. You wouldn't watch it. I didn't like the name of it. Okay, you guys, this show, Physical 100, no, is the most dumb. ridiculous show ever, but I love it. What makes you love it? Seriously. Okay. It's a Korean show. Yes. I but saw I'm that. watching it dubbed in English. And okay, basically, they invited the strongest people in the land to come in, the part- land. in all the land to come participate in basically the challenge, but it's against a hundred of the best physical people in the land. So they all walk into this arena and instead of going to stand by your name, they have your torso in plaster. You have to find your torso and stand by it. So there's a hundred of them. They all come in and I swear to God, the first episode, remember it's all dubbed. It's all dubbed, right? And everybody comes in wearing pretty much nothing because they need to show their muscles. And the first episode, I'm pretty sure I'm right. The first 31 minutes is everybody walking into the room and all you hear is, hello. Oh, my. Look at his thighs. Hello. Oh, my gosh. Those back muscles. Oh, no. It's Agent 20. And the, like, because some of these people who obviously are in the fitness world, they know each other from other competitions. So like, oh, my gosh. Agent Zero is here. Oh, but it's all dubbed like. It's so crazy. What's the point of the show, though? Well, there's things. Yeah, there's five challenges. And each time. Half of them are knocked out. And when you leave, you take a sledgehammer and you smash your torso that's made of plaster. So good. Sounds like the only good part of the show. No, but but the challenges are all challenges that we've seen in millions of our reality shows in competitions and stuff. But. I have to tell you something. There's something about the way it's filmed. It's so bizarre. I just so it's not just fitness competitions like weights and stuff like that. It's like all kinds of challenges. Yeah, like they had to get these barrels, put them in a ship and then pull. the. I think the ship was like a thousand million pounds and they all had to pull it in the quickest amount of time. Some of the competitions are by yourself. Some are as a team. But even the way they pick the teams is crazy. So it's Korea's version of the challenge. Sort of. I'm still not watching it. You got to just watch the no, first not watching episode. It's not happening. It's not happening. I'm not watching it. It's, it's the, the craziest show I've it's ever no seen. no way I'm watching it. 
It's wicked. It looks ridiculous. It, it is. The thing is, it is ridiculous. That's <laughs> what you need. Tell Slacks to watch it. It's so I'll tell him. I'll tell him. He'll probably love it. He'll probably love it. But he, I, he's, he's on season three or something of freaking Game of Thrones. Did he get to the Red Wedding yet? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> he got to the Red Wedding. Thank God. <laughs> Did you see that? That Jihad is leaving the Food Network. Going to Amazon Prime. 21 years she's at the Food Network. Listen, Amazon Prime can throw her so much money. Good for what her. am I going to do without her cleavage? You can watch it on Amazon Prime. I'm going to watch the reruns of her cleavage. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> what is she going to do in Amazon Prime? The same thing? That's what I kind of think from what I've read. I don't know, but I'm excited to say 21 years. Yeah, well, I guess the Food Network couldn't cough up the dough. So Amazon Prime stole her. You know, what I was also fascinated about as we're on the food topic, you and I've had this conversation a million times, like a million times. But that New Jersey restaurant, the Nettie House of Spaghetti in Tinton Falls, that had like sick review last year or the year before, is banning children under 10. Good. So it is all the rage all over social media. I didn't know that. They came out with their statement and it was kind of twofold. It was one thing which we discuss all the time about watching your children. We say that all the time. I say that as it relates to wineries and breweries and there's a bunch of them out here that ban children. And I have friends that want to go with their kids and they get pissed. And I understand. I understand both sides. But when you're there and they're running around and there's nobody watching the kids, you know, it becomes a liability. So the, the restaurant said that. And it also just said the amount of math they can't handle it. Their staff doesn't want to handle it anymore. And they apologize to the very well-behaved children. Right Right now, things are so expensive. You want to enjoy your meal. And you and I had this conversation. I think we had it on air also about when I went to La Conda Verde. Mm -hmm. I feel that way too. You are spending all of this money nowadays. It's no longer, oh, it's going to dinner or just grab a bite, whatever. Going out to dinner, whether it be... A pizzeria or a high-end restaurant is a luxury because everything is so expensive. Right. It's so expensive if for us and it's expensive for them. Right. Absolutely. And if you're going to let your kids run rampant and ruin my night, I'm going to be pissed. But you do understand both sides. A you thousand know, you, percent. You what understand the family who has a, you know, a good four-year-old is just watching his iPad and now no longer could go out to dinner. Yeah. This restaurant, but there's going to be others is my point. What I would do if it was me in the restaurant business, if my restaurant was a family-friendly kind of place and not an upscale, fancy-schmancy place, I would just say kids are only allowed before seven. And if anybody who doesn't want kids to be in their experience, wants to come before seven, then the restaurant should say, just want to let you know, our family hours are before seven and our no kids times right. are after seven. I don't you know make your what own kind choice. of restaurant this is, the Nettie House of Spaghetti. Like I, don't I never know. even heard of it. So It's in Titten Falls. I mean, Nettie Spaghetti doesn't sound like it's an adult place. It, it sounds like it's for name, kids. But, <laughs> but no kids under 10. We have a very fancy upscale steakhouse here in Tenafly that opened a couple years ago called the 130 Club. And they originally intended for it to be truly a club. And there were no kids allowed and you had to buy, in essence, your table. They were trying to be like a New York City place. Anyway, the, the 
area around here flipped out about it because around here, people do take their young kids to these fancy restaurants. Every time I've been there, I've never seen a kid. Well, that's why that will never happen in New York City. Like I'll always be sitting next to a crying baby at La Verde. You know what I mean? It's just not going to happen. Right. But I get it from everybody's perspective. When I said about the winery and brewery, I get it. I have friends that have small kids and want to be able to go and they can't go. So, I mean, I understand. Anyway, not for kids is that MoMA (laughs) thing. No, I would take a kid to the MoMA thing. You would? Yeah, there were kids there. It's all over social media. I'm getting annoyed watching it. Oh, it is all over social media? Yeah. Everyone's posting it. I have to say, people, if you're in New York City, the artist is a digital artist. His name is Rafik Anadol. And basically what he's done, it's uh, an exhibit at the MoMA. It's there till March 4th. And you just walk into the lobby and you sit on these little cubes and you can sit there as long as you want. If anybody's done Van Gogh, did you do Van Gogh? Yes. Okay. So when I went to Van Gogh, I think we talked about it on the pod. I thought that it was great, but I wanted my own music because I didn't like the music there. So this time I brought my earbuds and I put my own soundtrack on. Basically, it's an art installation that comes to life digitally. You think it's literally coming at you. But what he did was he ingested into an artificial intelligence algorithmy thing all of the works of the MoMA that were publicly available to ingest. And then the AI created this art out of it. I mean, it looks amazing what I've seen on social media. I'm it's probably inc- not getting there by much. It's 4th. incredible. How long did you sit there? 45 minutes. You sat there for 45 minutes. And by the way, I put my phone down. I didn't look at my phone until I kind of thought I had gotten back to the beginning of it. And I wanted to film it to take it with me because now I can put it on my computer and stare at it with my own music. It's meditative. It's hypnotic. Great. But I did not pick up my phone for a second until maybe 40 minutes in. I just listened to my music and was like, this is friggin'. I could stand. I could go back now do it all over again. There's just something mesmerizing about it. Well, great. So if you're anybody by the MoMA, check it out. You have until March 4th. Is that what you said? March 4th? Yeah. Great. It was amazing. I would strongly recommend it. 10 minutes. Even if you're just in the city, bopping around doing errands, go in just for a little while and check it out. It was crazy cool. You've heard it. You've heard it. Then you could go. (laughs) Then you could go to the movie theater and watch 80 for Brady. Yeah. Is there anything else we need to talk about before we get to our game? Nope. I think my entire list has check marks on it. All right. So now this week we've prepared a very special Super Bowl versus Valentine's Day game. (laughs) Versus Valentine's. Correct. So Valentine's Day falls two days after the Super Bowl, right? So everybody listening on a Monday, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Everybody, Go get your candy and your flowers. (laughs) Oh, 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 please. So today's game brings both of these events together. Super Bowl versus Valentine's Day. Okay. So I am going to give you five true or false statements. Okay. And you have to get three right to win. Okay. I all I have to do is say true or false. Yes, you have to get three of these right in okay. order to win the game. <laughs> in order to hear your <laughs> annoying sounds on the podcast. Okay. okay. True or false? The day after the LA Rams won Super Bowl 56, right? So last year. Last year. On February 13th, Rams safety Taylor Rapp 
proposed to his girlfriend on Valentine's Day. So the Super Bowl was on February 13th, the day after he proposed to his girlfriend on Valentine's Day. True or false? I'm going to say true. We'll go back and review the answers later. (laughs) Online shoppers spend more on Super Bowl than on Valentine's Day. True or false? False. Super Bowl 61 will be played on Valentine's Day. False. The number of people who watch the Super Bowl outnumber the number of married people in the United States. True. The lowest price on StubHub right now, as of this morning, before we went on, for one Super Bowl ticket, is more than the average price of a woman's engagement ring. True. Well, my friends. I get them all wrong. You got one right. <laughs> Let's go over it. He did propose, you remember, but he proposed on the field right after the game. <laughs> Damn it. Not on Valentine's Day. Okay. The online shoppers spend more on Super Bowl than on Valentine's Day. That is true. The average is $473 on wings, guac chips, flat screen TVs, whatever. Valentine's Day, the average is $156. Really? Yeah. Super Bowl 61 will be played on Valentine's Day. That is true. The projection is for Super Bowl 61, which will be in 2027 to be on Valentine's Day. Wow. Okay. The number of people who watch the Super Bowl outnumber the number of married people in the United States. That should be true because we are a stupid people. People should stay single, but it's false. Ninety nine million people watched the Super Bowl last year and about one hundred and twenty five million married people. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. And the one you did get right, my friend. (laughs) Is the lowest price on StubHub right now for one Super Bowl ticket is more than the average price of a woman's engagement ring. So StubHub right now, as of this morning, was about forty one hundred with no fees. And the average engagement ring, according to Brides dot com, is thirty seven fifty six, three thousand seven hundred fifty six. The average engagement ring is thirty seven hundred dollars. What? That's crazy, right? Obviously, those people do not live in New York. <laughs> no they way. Do not live in New York, but this is the average, everybody, the average. <laughs> All right. I hope everybody had an amazing Super Bowl. I hope the Eagles got destroyed. I hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Cheers. Be kind to one another. Love you. Be kind to one another. <laughs> well, it's a nice thing to say. Valentine's what are you, Ellen now? <laughs> oh, my God. Love you. <laughs> Ridiculous.